Yeah. Well, I think we all wish you hadn't done that. I think we all know. Yeah, that's probably... I, I wish I hadn't done that, if I'm honest. Hello and welcome back to the Too Much Time on Our Hands podcast. Right, so... Really are making up for Tom not being here, aren't you? Yeah, that came out of nowhere. It did. It's mm. a little windy pops. A little windy pops. A little burpy. Um, we're going to do... We're going to go into uh, one of my least favourite films. And I'm going to try and convince Russ that it's shite. Mm-hmm. And the other thing we're going to do is... We're going to talk about Game of Thrones, TV series I don't watch, that you do watch, I believe. I do watch. Yeah. Um, so I'm notoriously contrary, I suppose, with my my, my beliefs in, in films and TV series, am I not? Yeah, you do have a... You've got a bit of a hipstery edge, don't like the popular stuff. That I mean, that's not why... We're going to get into this, but that's not why I dislike these things. The no. Game of Thrones thing... Well, fuck it. Let's start with Game of Thrones then, right? So I haven't watched Game of Thrones since series three. You don't like Great Bit British Bake Off. Oh, you're, you're that God, guy. we're you're getting that into that already. No, because it's shit. <laughs> it's empirically not. It fucking is. It's awful. No, but just don't watch it. If you don't like it, don't watch it. I don't you watch have it. To, you have to make a point of saying. Because oh, it annoys me so oh, much. Great British Bake Off's on. Oh, I'm not watching that. They're just baking oh. fucking cakes. Oh, I'm just going to listen to the Smiths in my room and feel with myself. Oh. I wish I could just go in my room and listen to Smith and feel myself. That's not what you said, though, was it? But you've, you've got, you've got. I think this, this is just your. You can't just accept things. It's your contrary streak coming through. Okay, fine. So what, what, what film are we talking about? Should we do? We'll do Dark Knight Rises then. We'll, we'll, we'll go back to come back to Game of Thrones. Then, okay. Yeah. So Dark Knight Rises is a shit film. I mean, it's not. It is. It ruins the Nolan verse. Of Batman, for start. Did you use the word Nolan verse? Whatever. It ruins the trilogy of the Christopher Nolan films. Yes. Yes, I said Nolan verse. conceited that him at like a production meeting. Guys, guys. They've got the MCU. Right, you ready Nolan for this? Verse. The Nolan verse. I'm pretty certain it's called the Nolan verse. I might be wrong. If not, I really hope he didn't come up with that himself, because that is the most egotistical thing to do. If not, hashtag Nolan verse. Like and it's one of those things I wish I could take out of the podcast, but I'll know I've said it, so I can't now. Mm. Um, so the first two films are great. I want to stress yeah. that. Batman Begins, the best interpretation of Bruce Wayne becoming Batman we've seen, despite the fact there's still a 20-year gap. Mm-hmm. And we don't really know what happens. Um, don't need to know what happens. No, it's true. Ticks all the boxes. It's got Arkham in it. Got the scarecrow. It's got Rachel Ghoul in it. It's got the love interest, uh, Rachel Dawes, uh, and it's just a good film. The first one yeah. is just a, a solid introduction to this trilogy. It's, it's a great beginning. Doesn't go quite as far as giving Rachel Dawes a personality. The second one does though. Kinda. Yeah, but they got a better actress for that one, didn't they? You reckon? You reckon Maggie Gyllenhaal's a better? You think? You think that? The, re- the the problem with Rachel Dawes in the first one is the actress in Katie Holmes. It was terribly written, but Katie mm. Holmes is basically a plank of wood with a face paint. She didn't seem to have much in the way of personality. No. And for me, in that whole film, um, what's his face, uh, Killian Murphy, 
He's so good. Steals the show, yeah. That whole thing. And the Scarecrow is well done. Terrifying. He could look stupid. Yes, yeah, yeah. Quite easily. I mean, the Scarecrow is not... That's not an intimidating name. No. One of my favourite Batman bad guys as well. Mm. And uh, they've done incredibly well. Yeah. Genuinely terrifying. So they brought him back as cameos in the other Yeah, they they bring him back as the the villain that Batman always seems to to thwart before Mm. the main villain comes up. But, But still... They could have done that. He could have. He could have carried that film on his own, and I almost wish he did. Rachel Gould's good. Liam Neeson, although it's Liam Neeson and what's his face from Inception, whose name I always forget. Yeah, can't remember his name no. either. Great film. Great introduction. First part sets it up in a semi-realistic universe. No one could say that's genuinely realistic. I mean, it's, it's, it's nicely done. It like the, yeah. the world is built in a in a good way. Yeah. Yeah. So the second one continues that. The Joker is just a crazy person, but at the same time, incredibly intelligent. Uh, knows what he's doing. Obviously, robs those banks at the start. Um, and he is the complete... He runs parallel to Batman, which is what the Joker does best. Yeah. Is that the Joker is... The guy that does just want to watch the world burn, but he sees a lot of similarities between him and himself. Well, that's him the fundamental... Yeah. That's what makes that character yeah. good. It's, it's a mirror. Yeah, and he doesn't... Batman. He spends the whole time just wanting Batman. He's trying to get Batman to do the one thing he won't do, which is kill someone. Which is great, but it's also, once again, set in a semi-realistic universe. Well, wait, also, Batman definitely kills a bunch of people in that film you can't punch people off 10 story parking lots I think that might be another podcast when we go through all the times Batman's actually killed people a lot of those people (laughs) weren't going home to their families no it's like in um, I didn't see it it didn't count (laughs) yeah it's like in the first one in the first Tim Burton one he's got Gatling guns Mm. in his car and his plane what what are they for yeah definitely killed a few people in those those films definitely um, but once again yeah it's, it's mostly about mob bosses um, and it, it could you take the makeup off the Joker that just becomes uh, a gangster film almost yeah he wears he wears some flamboyant makeup he burns a bit of money but at the same time you know I suppose that, that a lot of people didn't like the bits with the prison ship and then the they were just unnecessary. Like they added nothing. There was no, no way they were ever going to end any way other than the way they did end. Yeah, phrase that really badly. Yeah, um, and it was a bit of an overlong film anyway. You could have taken out half an hour, and it would have had zero impact and just made it feel a bit brisker. So then the third film comes along, hmm. Dark Knight Rises, and it feels like. As big a misstep as Sony made with the PlayStation Pro and their announcement <laughs> of it. It just doesn't... On its own... I can't even say it's a good film on its own. I can't even go that far. It doesn't fit in with the other two films. So you've got... Bane's a supervillain. Bane is the first supervillain. Yeah, but like... Although it's a, a relatively grounded, air quotes, gritty world mm. it's not the real world no there's got fucking batman in it no that's true yeah but throughout the rest of the film there's no point where an american football stadium gets collapsed whilst a guy is running along that's just a it, it's just an increase in the scale 
It's, it's not a massive 90 degree sign. There's not suddenly like magic. In it, it just doesn't fit with the other two though. It does. It it's take it's, it's an extent it's a an a not inconceivable extension of the world that the first two built. It's one of my many problems with the film. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anne Hathaway, quite a good catwoman. Yeah. Catwoman's not very good in it though. She's it's perfectly not, fine. No, it's but not also, so like I think part. I think your real problem with this is that you've got such a deep love of Batman and all the comics and the lore yeah, and the yeah. stories and the history and the characters. You've got to separate that out. The but film I did. is just one interpretation. I did. So Dark- Catwoman doesn't need to be everything that that character has been in decades of comics. She just needs to be a cat burglar in this. But I'm fine. Yeah, no, I'm fine with that. The, the little things coming up, coming ears, that shit. Yeah. But she's not got a costume that you can make. Not shit. No, exactly. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, but I'm willing to look past that with the Joker, who's the most beloved hmm. villain, uh, comic villain of all time, probably. But this is to, and okay. So for starters, Batman's a dick in that film. In the third film, Batman's a dick. Batman is a dick. He's not a dick. Yeah, he is. He can be a moody little fucker. Yeah, he's moody, but he still does the right thing most of the time. So he only gets out of his funk because his girlfriend dies. Because someone tries robbing him. Like, until that point, he's just happy to just let Gotham kind of he's go tired, isn't he? Everyone's, everyone's entitled to that. But then someone robs him. He's like, no, right, I'm back in the game now. Fuck you guys. <laughs> someone's, stolen, someone's stolen from me. That's what I care about as Batman. Historically, Batman only cares when he's robbed. Didn't like that. Also... Maybe tell Alfred if you're going to fake the whole death thing at the end. Spoilers. Alfred knew. He did not know. Did. Why is he sitting there in that cafe? Because he goes there every year. He says there's the whole thing where every year I go to his cafe and I order the same wine and I hope that I'll see you there. And he sees him there. He's telling him at that point. He's saying. It's about a year on though. It doesn't matter. Oh, it does matter. He's saying to him at that point, if you ever need to reach me, I know you might have to do some stuff. If you ever need me, that's where I'll be. Batman doesn't like killing people, but if someone's killing someone to save Batman, that's fine. That's okay. Yeah. When Catwoman just kills Bane, just kills him. But that's Batman. He doesn't. He should be able to find a way around that. Batman doesn't kill him. How does he get back from the desert? Bat bike, bat bike. Where's he? Was he making it from sand? There's no. There's no. uh, There's no I'm not saying that it's a brilliant film. I'm it, saying it's a perfectly good film. It's a good unit of entertainment. I think the first two are so good. I think I, I think this is the biggest problem with it. Um, I, do, I do I do agree with you that it's probably the weakest of. Yeah, it's the weakest of. The yeah, three. but it's perfectly fine. And don't dip the tip of Robin in right at the end. You can't just say someone's Robin and have that be satisfying. One, use your real name, Robin. If you're going to do Robin, show us Robin. That was unnecessary. Yeah. Like, just, you, you didn't, they didn't need to say, this guy's Robin. Yeah. Because everyone it. knew that. Yeah. It, it, and so you could, why don't you use your real name, Robin? So, so, mm. That's not saying that that's Robin, then. Robin wears a little costume. Wears yeah. Wears little shorts. And has a very special, complicated relationship with Batman. Yeah. And that if, if the, I hope in, in the next animated version, we'll see them fucking each other. Because that's apparently the only reason Batman would ever care about Batgirl. That's another story, though. So we'll get onto that later. Not later. We'll never get onto that. <laughs> We're done with that. Moved on from from killing joke. But I, I it, it annoyed me so much that film. 
But I think I think it annoyed you for reasons that weren't actually connected to the film. They're connected to your deep, deep man crush on Batman. No, it, it's the films a bad film. It's not a bad film. It is a bad a film. Perfectly okay it's, film. It's not a bit like it's got a lot of plot holes, but you know. Even so, like it's been proven time and time again by careful scientific study <laughs> that the greatest film in history is incontrovertibly Jurassic Park. Whoa! That, even that, that this is bold. Even no. that has got a couple of plot holes in it. You know, that, that's just something that happened in films. Jurassic Park, not the greatest film. It's a good film. It's I, I sorry. Yeah, you're right. It's not the greatest film of all time. It's the greatest piece of art. <laughs> Ghostbusters is a better film than Jurassic Park for starters. Bull tits it is. Ghostbusters is the greatest film ever. How made. many dinosaurs are in Ghostbusters? There are no dinosaurs. You just lost your argument. <laughs> but yeah, that's only if you love dinosaurs. Uh, no, they're just amazing. Okay, you can't, you can't. If you're standing there and there's a Velociraptor behind you, you can't be like. That's like me saying whatever. how many giant Stay Puft men are in. Jurassic Park. I mean, that's not a good argument because that's not a, that's only a good thing in the context of Ghostbusters. Jurassic, oh God, you see, you know, uh, trick myself. Ghostbusters combines perfectly comedy and horror elements in a family action film with genuine comedians and writers that are funny. Yeah. Jurassic Park doesn't do that. Yeah, Jurassic Park's not trying to be funny. It doesn't need to be funny. Well, that's why Ghostbusters is a better film. Although it's got some very funny moments in it. It does have some funny Pretty moments. Pretty much anything with uh, Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum is there for comic relief in that film. Yeah. yeah and hardcore maths. <laughs> hardcore maths. And sitting there with his shirt off. Yeah. Doing chaos theory. Which, uh, my, my fav- very favourite uh, photoshopped picture recently is the one with Sam Neill. Like leaning his head against <laughs> Jeff Goldblum's chest, like a little Sam Neill. I yep. enjoyed that. Um, but back to Batman. Dark Knight Rises three. Dark Knight Rises three. It's a bad film. Still better than any bollocks we've had since then. So that's something at least. What's what's the bollocks we've had? Are you talking about? Yeah, just just Batman. Superman. Superman. Yeah. yeah, that's not good. And it's probably better than Batman Forever. It might not be though. Batman Forever is that the Jim Carrey one? Yeah. I've got a real soft spot for that film, but it's it's so you almost can't compare them. My soft spot, <laughs> to be a bit crude, probably isn't so soft, and it's probably because of are you talking about Nicole Kidman? Yeah, Doctor Chase Meridian. Yeah. I had a very drunken conversation recently with one of our friends, well, Mike, about Doctor Chase Meridian and and how gorgeous Nicole Kidman is in that film. Yeah, yeah, the, uh, the boxing. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. And um, take a little private moment. <laughs> and um, Batman Forever's uh, got Tommy Lee Jones and Jim, and Jim Carrey both trying to do bad Jack Nicholson impressions. Yeah, they're like they're competing with each other. <laughs> who can who can be the most ridiculously over the top? Who account. can chew the scenery the fastest? But it it yeah. works in that film. It, it does. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think the best way to look at that film and then Batman and Robin, which is probably the worst Batman film. I've, I've not seen that. I almost. Almost want to see it, but I think it might be so bad it's just bad. We will add that to the list of films we're going to do commentary for. Mm. Because you've got to see it. It's a bad film. That almost feels intentionally bad. It's, it's not good. Schwarzenegger's the baddie, isn't he? Yeah. Mr. Freeze and everything he says is a pun on cold or freeze or ice. Christ. I think he even says ice to see you at one point. See, somebody got paid for that. He got paid for that. I should be in prison. Someone got paid to write that, I suppose. Mm. 
I remember for a while, and this is in the early days of the internet, there was a website. The early days of the internet. You weren't alive in the early days of the internet. The the early-ish days of the internet when there were 12 sites and eight of them were born. Mm -hmm. Um, In the days of Kazar and LimeWire. Um, And uh, yeah, there was a website called Joel Schumacher, you bastard, you stole stole 100 minutes of my life. Nice. It's not a good film. But if I was to rank the Batman films, I think it would go, probably, this is really exciting. I've realised this is probably very boring. Batman Begins, Dark Knight, I'm going to do it anyway. Batman Begins, Dark Knight, Batman, Batman Returns, Batman Forever, Dark Knight Rises, Batman and Robin. Hmm. See? That's how little I think of it. Oh, and the fucking Marion Cotillard twist in it. That's bollocks as well. Yeah, I'm not really disagreeing with you on any of your points. It's a bad film. You're taking them too much to heart. These I'm not. It's these a bad film. Film killing things. It's a perfectly good, entertaining film. Bane is delightfully ridiculous. <laughs> okay, some of my favourite um, impressions are of Bane yeah. recently. What a wonderful thing voice you might have. Who thought, you know this this massive bat? Let's make him sound like a slightly posh public schoolboy. <laughs> I love my very favourite one is the uh, when he's with Agent Gillen. What happens if you remove the mask? Whatever he fucking says, and he goes down. They're like, "Are we very painful for you?" It's like Bane with the zinger there. Fantastic, Bane, Bane being coy. Yeah. So yeah, Dark Knight Rises. I still don't think it's a great film, and I I don't understand why people do. No, but this, you've. I don't think it's a great film. Mm. You think it's an abysmal film. I, I think it's, it just doesn't fit in with the other two. That's my biggest I issue. D- that I don't get. It fits perfectly. It's it, the same world. It's just been expanded. Uh, no, because it... But it's... There are no massive tonal shifts or, if, you know, like, where did this come from? It, it makes sense as an extension of the... Of Dark Knight Returns, the comic, makes sense in the... In the, in the in, it, it, it escalates at a fairly even level. Mm. So at the start, he's like, oh, fine, I'm going to get back into this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to be Batman again. And then he beats up a, th- a few thugs. And then he beats up a gang. And it, by the end of it, it makes perfect sense that, A, he's riding a horse. And B, he then drives a tank into battle with Superman mm-hmm. in armour. And that makes sense. Because it's, it's just a, it's a slow, steady curve upwards towards the craziest thing Batman could do, which is try and fight Superman. And this, it's it's fairly steady. The first two are fairly steady. You've got the whole assassins thing. That's fine. And then you've got his ultimately his his villain, his his number one villain, which is the Joker. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, you got batshit crazy tanks in Gotham, and it just escalates so quickly to that. Yeah, it's an escalation, but it doesn't. It's not a. It's not a big swerve. It it makes sense. Like the second one is a massive increase in scale from the first one. I suppose so because he's got the whole. You do have like it's got sort of city-wide mm. implications. There's buildings being destroyed. It's it's bigger. It's far bigger yeah. than the first, even the first one. You know the 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 finale of that. You've got the sort of a whole section of the city going fucking mental. You know I'm I'm kind of at a point where I kind of just want to watch Dark Knight again. And <laughs> I think I've just talked myself into to maybe not sleeping tonight and watching Batman Begins and Dark Knight again. Yeah. I do own Dark Knight Rises, by the way. That's the sad thing about this. That doesn't mean that you own millions of films, most of which you never watch. Yeah, that's true. I got it for free. I want to stress that. But yeah, I do own it when I bought the Arkham Knight game. Now, that's the other thing. The Arkham games, 
are the best Batman stories but around. You gotta maybe try and watch it again and just separate out all you know about Batman. I do. And that's just what I'm see it as the character as it's developed through those three films. But but two that two very little actual Batman in it. It's just a good film. That's not the Joker that I've read in comics or, or seen in the animated series. That's just a different thing, completely. But you, you probably see more different versions of the Joker than you do of Batman. Yeah. In all, in all the existing That's true. stuff. And what I want from the Joker is not what they've given me in the new films by any stretch of the imagination, which is... What, a, a twat acting like a dick. <laughs> yeah, basically. But what I'd, what I'd like to see is someone actually just do the Joker. And we haven't actually seen that in a film yet. Jack Nicholson came... Pretty close. Mm. Um, even he took his own liberties at times. He was still about 80 in that, wasn't he? He must be about 150 now. Yeah, something like that. I know time, honestly. So, let's move on then. Why should I watch Game of Thrones? Well, I say, my question to you is why are you not watching Game of Thrones? Is it because everyone talks about it and you like to be contrary? No, it's because everyone talks about it and by the end of the day, and I can't keep myself off the internet, and that's on me, by the end of the day, I know everything has happened in an episode. That like that does suck, but isn't really, it, it's not. Even if you've been spoiled for it, the journey is still good. You yeah. know, it's it's worth even if you know what happens, it'll still be perfectly enjoyable. My other issue with it is, I was watching it season three whilst not paying much attention to it, whilst doing other things. So that that's not really an option for Game of Thrones. You do have to pay attention because the I, books are. Far worse. Because I don't mean to be racialist against old white dudes, but they all yeah, kind of look the same. There'd be a lot of old white dudes. Yeah, there, there is, yeah. Yeah, re- reading the books is... There are about 15,000 named characters across <laughs> yeah. the course of it. I don't think that's actually much of an exaggeration. <laughs> uh, a load of them have the same name, mm. because why not? Um, so read. there's a, a really useful website called Tower of the Hand that I was basically cross-referencing... Who the fuck is this guy? Like somebody yeah. will come up and then fourteen thousand pages later <laughs> they'll re- reappear. And you're like, I've seen this person for years. <laughs> um they have done it, they've done a very good job of streamlining them. the books are intimidatingly long. Yeah. I read them on Kindle. If I'd seen them in real life, <laughs> I would have chickened out because they are the size of a house. Yeah, they they are I think we had we had them lined up mm. at work, and I think they take up. I think it's a good foot and a half. Of yeah, book. it's ridiculous. Yeah, but I have I've, I've read them all twice now actually. Good. Um, yeah, no, they're they're really good, but they are dense with detail, and they've they've really done an excellent job in the TV series of trimming out vast amounts of stuff that's great sort of texture mm. and background, but isn't actually driving the plot forward. Yeah. Uh, and they've sort of consolidated characters. So what what might be three or four people in the books is is just one guy in the TV series, uh, and have stopped fucking about and have got what's a face on a on a on a ship at last. But uh, yeah, it, it is it's one of those things that sort of you know I get suspicious of things where mm. everyone's going, oh my god, you've got to watch this, you've got to watch this. Like Bake Off, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like just like Bake Off, it's fucking chaos for many fuck's sake. Ways what? How fucking exciting can that be? Bake Off and Game of Thrones are very similar <laughs> TV formats. You know, they they are popular but deserve it. Yeah, they have excellent characters. There's intimidating villains. Okay, do you watch Strictly? I'm exposed to Strictly. Okay. I wouldn't say I watch it. So I don't watch Strictly either because I think that's bollocks. 
Why, why is Bake Off any better than Strictly? Because it's just nice people baking nice cakes. It's a nice thing. It's not. I watch TV. I want conflict. I want anger. I, I mean, you know, you should see the look in Mary 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 Mary's eye when somebody disagrees with her about a recipe for a certain type of sponge. That sounds awful. That sounds everything you just said there sounds shit. I do not want to watch that. Well, you know, this is this is why people hate you. <laughs> I get it. I understand why people hate me. Well, I don't suppose, but, but yeah, um, but, yeah. Gang of Thrones is probably a bit overhyped. Yeah, you know, that's the other thing. It's not. It's not the greatest thing that's ever happened. The only people that say that are the people that watch it and nothing else. Yeah, like, that annoys else. me as well. Yeah, that, that is annoying. Like, yeah. just you know, my my thing along those lines is people that go and see like Michael McIntyre at the O2 and say that they like <laughs> live comedy. Nothing against Michael McIntyre; he's good at what he does. But yeah. there's a whole world apart yeah. from that as well. But. To ridiculously, torturously extend that metaphor, Michael McIntyre is a perfectly good observational comic. Game of Thrones is a very good fantasy TV series. It, re- it really is excellent. And it, um, I mean, you can see the budget increasing series by yeah. series. If you go back and watch the first series now, it looks like a BBC play from the 70s. Mm. Like you can see the plywood of the sets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not a problem anymore. I mean, if I'm honest, it's probably something I'm going to get to eventually. It's, def- it's definitely yeah. worth ploughing through. It really is. It really is good. You've got a lot of slog to go. Mm. Like, not a lot of nice things happen in it. But you said you like watching it for conflict. There is a fuck ton of conflict. Yeah, I mean, that, that was... I, I, I just stopped watching it. I don't know what happens. A season three of TV series. Did the same with Walking Dead as well. Mm. Watched the first three series of Walking Dead. Stopped watching it. And Walking Dead, I was really enjoying as well. And I just stopped watching it. Mad Men. Three series, stop watching it. Oh, come on, that's that's incredible. I know, I was really enjoying it. I still need to get back into it and watch it. And Mad, Mad Men really is, it's like watching a play. Mm. It's just character study. I mean, there's some sort of, you get whole scenes where the camera just doesn't move for yeah. five minutes and it's just two people in a room. Phenomenal stuff. Yeah, no, Mad Men is really good. That, that you see, that I find more compelling than Game of Thrones. Yeah, probably me too, actually. Yeah. And I, I, will, I will probably watch that before I watch... Game of Thrones and there's a few other TV series I'd watch yeah. and my, I, I, my problems are trying to find alternatives so I love Penny Dreadful when that was on and that's, mm. that ticks the the other thing with Game of Thrones that annoys me which leads me on from Penny Dreadful is it always feels like it's constantly trying to outgross itself or it's out, trying to outdo itself in this time we're even more brutal with this happening this series it just feels like that um, happens every year I, d- I don't th- like a lot of the really brutal, horrendous mm. things, they have been toned down from the books. Yeah. But it still they feels like... far, far more hard-going in, in a lot of ways. It still feels like it's trying to outdo itself every season. Yeah, but should that not be the aim of every TV series? Mm, it should be out trying to outdo itself in the sense that it should be trying to be better, not just grosser or more brutal. But I don't, I don't think that's what they are doing. If it just... The last series has been a marked improvement on the one before. Mm. You know they've they've firmed up the end plan as well, which is something that I was quite worried about. But they've they've decided how many more se- how many more episodes is going to be. So yeah. they they know we've got this many episodes because it, it, some of them have felt a little bit listless, like not a lot really happened mm. because they were sort of in a weird holding pattern for a while where I, the TV series writing had caught up to the books. I guess it just annoys me that people have watched this but haven't watched Battlestar Galactica. Yeah, but I mean, there's some people that are just beyond help. People should watch Battlestar Galactica. People should watch Battlestar Galactica. BSG is a hard sell to people, though. 
It, well, Especially it, when I, do you remember about Star Galactica? Yeah. And this, honestly, this is good. <laughs> you, you find yourself using the word but a lot yeah. in it. Yeah, it's, sort of, it's got spaceships and robots and sort of fantastical planet names and it's really hard not to sound like a complete bellend when you're yeah. describing it. Every time I've tried to describe to someone that doesn't have a clue about it, when they like someone at work, for example, goes, What TV series shall I watch? And I go, what are you watching at the moment? And I go, well, I watch Game of Thrones. And I'm like, well, wanker for starters. But I, I don't really. I'm not, not. Um, but um, I usually go, well, Battlestar Galactica. Well, what's it about? Sounds ridiculous. When mm. It does, but hear me out. It's about these people that are forced off their home planet because they're trying to find Earth. And at that point, you kind of lose them because that sounds like bollocks. And, but, and, then, yeah. and then when you start going, oh, but it's about much exactly, more than that. Yes, yeah. it's, it's about civilization and religion and identity yep. and free will and determinism and, and the singularity and man versus machine. And, yep. and people just leave. Yeah. If, if anything, it might be more credible than a series like The Wire or The Sopranos. <laughs> but because it's set in space with giant robots chasing them, yeah. then then I can understand why people are a bit turned off of it. But my attitude is it is too good for those people. Yeah, maybe, maybe that's the way I should start it. They don't deserve Battlestar Galactica. Because, mm. uh, yeah, oh, God, that was good. Yeah. That's but all on Netflix, I think. I think so, yeah. yeah. The other thing is it, it, why people haven't watched Firefly. And it annoys me that Game of Thrones goes on. It annoys me that any TV series goes on now. What, long, longer than Firefly? Yeah, longer than 13 episodes. How dare you, TV series, go on longer than Firefly? And that's really easy to explain. It's Cowboys in Space. I'm. I think Firefly would not be as, as fondly remembered, if it hadn't been cancelled. I don't disagree because, with that. like, it feels like we were unfairly denied. Yeah, I think half of the fun of watching it is the fight, the you motherfuckers, you cut this off in its prime. How mm. dare you, Fox? But you might be right. It might have just fizzled out after two, three series. Yeah, like you know. Same thing happened to Chuck, and that got. I still haven't seen the work. last series of Chuck. Neither have I. Can't be asked. Seriously, I liked. I liked up to what I saw. Yeah, it was perfectly all right, wasn't it? But, but like, that had that had yeah. the massive campaign, didn't it, to yeah. get it uncancelled? Something to do with subways. Yeah. Because he works. In I went. A subway. No, no he, he was. It was just sponsored by Subway. It was, wasn't it? Yeah. I went to a convention. Cool dude here, and uh, it was a Chuck convention, and he. Got everyone to meet at four o'clock, and he took everyone to a subway and made people sandwiches. Nice, that was quite cool. Yeah, Chuck. The first series of Chuck was. Now we're just talking about TV series. Yeah, fuck it. Cool. Chuck was a great TV series. The first series, at least, was brilliant. Yeah, when he was a little more before he learned kung fu and stuff because of lost the sex. Yeah, but then you know, guy from Quantum Leap turns up. Does, doesn't he as his dad although it's bringing it back to BSG yeah. other guy from Quantum Leap's in that oh my god he is isn't one it, yeah. of the best characters I'm not a Cylon oh shit I'm going to spoilers <laughs> just um, if, by the way if you're listening to this and you haven't watched Battlestar Galactica we've mentioned it enough times throughout however long we've been doing this podcast watch Battlestar Galactica mm. it is just so good and plus then you can be in the cool gang with me and Russ here that did not sound compelling. Did it not? No. Okay. Sorry, is it because I don't watch Game of Thrones and think Dark Knight Rises 3 <laughs> is a shit film? It's not Dark Knight Rises 3. It's, it's, I keep calling it that, don't I? Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah I, I, I think you should probably, yeah, if you're listening, watch Battlestar Galactica. 
and I, I will eventually watch Game of Thrones. The problem is I find other things that are easier to get into, I think, and slightly more compelling to me. Yeah. It's like I haven't watched True Detective. I wouldn't say that's easier to get into. No, but I've never watched it. And I, I, I feel like that's something that everyone recommends. Mm. First series. Yeah, I only recently watched Band of Brothers. I've never gone around to watch that. Seriously? Yeah. That, that surprises me. I, don't know I watched why. the first couple of episodes. Mm. It's got Ross in it. It has, isn't it, David, mm. David Schwimmer? Speaking of which, what? Speaking of, <laughs> speaking of it, which... Um, someone asked me about Friends today. And I, and uh, but whether I like Friends or not. I don't know whether this is actually an interesting thing to talk about. But I, I was... It's not what, what did you say? Captain I, Contrary? No, well, yeah, okay, it is, it, you can com- compare it to that. I said that it's not something that I go out of my way to watch. Yeah, but only because you, you don't need to. Mm. You just turn on Channel 4 any time in the last 15 years. But th- this sums me up completely now, thinking about it, that I will spout about how much I don't really like Friends very much, and then I'll watch it and find it quite amusing. Friends is one of those ones where... Is it the one you where? Should, you should hate it. Yeah. But it's genuinely really good. It's generally well written. It's not like Big Bang Theory at all. Um, I mean, it, drink is not like Big Bang Theory at all. Yeah. Big Bang. Big Bang. Big Bang Theory. I thought, I, okay, Big Bang Theory did start good though. Start what's wrong with my English tonight? It, yeah, it's just a bit pleased with itself every time it references something. It feels almost like it's taking the piss out of geeks as well, rather than. Yeah, and it's 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 that. Like they're all scientists. Yeah. Not all people who have ever read a comic book or played a computer game are scientists. I would say that we know a lot of scientists. We we probably do know a disproportionate amount yeah. of scientists. And I would say that I don't think I could have a conversation with. No, they're actually some of the least geeky people. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Apart yeah, from Duncan. Yeah, Duncan's. If you listen to this, you probably listen to Gridiron Gents. Duncan's the one that squeals a lot on the Gridiron Gentleman. Um, but. Yeah, he. They're not particularly geeky. In they just happen to be scientists. Mm. That's you know. And also, they're you know they have personality. You wouldn't know that they are a scientist within thirty seconds of meeting them. No, not at all. The cast of not the cast, but the characters yeah. of Big Bang Theory. It's their one trait. Also, do you know what's not a good message? Just keep asking her out, and eventually she'll say yes. Which it seems to be what happened in Big Bang Theory, yeah. pretty much. And it's very, like, things like, you know, she goes into the comic book store mm. and everyone stops and stares at her because women never go in there. Yeah, that's that's really bad now, uh, thinking about it. Considering how many women go into comic shops now. and yeah, it's, a, it's a pretty tired, reductive, old, old-fashioned old yeah. way of looking at things. Games it? Workshop, completely different. Games, right? I mean, Games Workshop. Yeah, yeah, really that is genuinely like that. That's because <laughs> they know better. Yes, yeah, it's true. I try not to go in Games Workshop these days. I try and order online if I'm going to work. It smells of teenage boy. It does. Usually that's just the back of my van. It just brings back harrowing memories of forking over all of my paper round money for for plastic. One small model. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Fucking hell. That's a good point. I feel like that company owes me. Owes you what, though? I don't know. I spent far too much money (laughs) over the course of my life in that shop. Oh, yeah. I'd do it all again, though. Is that the same? Oh, yeah, definitely. 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 Right, we've, we've moved on to Games There's Workshop. There's a, uh, a Mordheim game coming out soon. Is there? Yeah, it looks really good. Hmm. Mm. There's a new Space Hawk as well, isn't there? Is that the iPad one? 
Oh mate, is there a space? There's, I knew there was a space hulk on the mic. Is there a new space hulk on the iPad? Don't know. I've got Warhammer Quest on the phone. Mm. That's so much fun. There's a new Warhammer Quest as well that's come out. I'd, I'd like a Necromunda game as an FPS. Oh man, I'd play that. But like a tactical FPS. So you, you maybe sort of... Could always, it could be like a turn-based FPS. We need to have this conversation now while Tom's not there mm. just taking the piss out of us for having this conversation. So he's, not, he's not Games Workshop? Not, no. No, I think he could be swayed though. Come right off him. Yeah, I know, right? I mean, who doesn't? Doesn't, doesn't play... Yeah. Many, uh, many people. Yeah, Necromunda's one of those ones that if it didn't take a year to set up... You had to basically build a city, didn't you? It was the mousetrap of tabletop gaming, yeah. right? Um, well, although mousetrap is a tabletop game. So, um, <laughs> but it, it, had, yeah, it had to build a city. And then the actual games themselves would last, what, 20 minutes? Yeah. But that was what you get through three or four games in an evening. So much fun. I used to love those evenings. Yeah. We were so cool. All the other kill our mates outside, smoking crack. Drinking and smoking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Us, us here, big bottle of Coke. All our other mates, all our, all our friends were in here. Yeah. <laughs> Creating a powerful fug. Yeah. Which is still something that we that we do. Yeah, like stag dudes are, are very much just powerful fugs. Mm. But we usually, you know, because we're cool now. If it was straight off topic. We onto, did. Onto the smells that you produce. We did. Um, maybe because I might be wrong on this one. Not the Dark Knight Rises. Oh, which one? Because there's many things. Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones, wrong. I think. I, 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 Game of Thrones, you're wrong on... So we basically established that you're wrong on Game of Thrones and Dark Knight Rises. No, I'm not wrong on Dark Knight Rises. Dark Knight Rises and, and the fact that Jurassic Park is better than Ghostbusters. No, it's not. Oh, it really is. Oh, no, it's not. People younger than you should say that. Because that they don't they weren't there for Ghostbusters. We were there for Ghostbusters. We were there for Jurassic We were 11 when Jurassic Park came yeah, Bang but, on the money in terms of going into the cinema and being completely amazed. It's not as good as Ghostbusters. I accept that it is. How many former SNL uh, cast it's, members it's, it's are not trying to be funny. But it, that's irrelevant. what makes Ghostbusters so good, is that it doesn't yeah, need... Yeah, Ghostbusters is amazing. It's great. It's really funny. Yeah. It's just not as good as Jurassic Park. It's better than Jurassic Park. I, 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 it's only because you love dinosaurs. Why if you love dinosaurs so much, why don't you fuck one? It's really difficult. Yeah, like for, for a number of reasons. <laughs> Rightly so, I suppose. But, um, yeah, I suppose you could just come back with why don't you fuck a ghost. That's difficult as well. kind of happens in the film. It does. That, that, that bit's weird, weird, weird right? Just so like, the bit where he's, yeah. His trousers that always got cut out on the TV version. So I think the first time I saw that, I was like, what the, the hell is happening? Same. Because we, anyone listening, there used to be a thing called videotapes. Because um, you're all probably about 12. And you used to be able to tape things off television, believe it or not. And um, the TV edits would be completely different from the movie edits. Imagine a Sky Plus box that fucked a gramophone. Mm -hmm. That's basically the offspring of that would be a VHS. Basically. I'm eating again. Dan's gone for another M&S extremely chocolatey mini bite. I'm putting them over there now. (laughs) Um, I think this might be... You know, podcasting has been brilliant at sort of democratising access to broadcasting, mm. but I, I can't imagine many professional sound engineers would have this amount of snacks in crinkly <laughs> plastic bags literally piled up underneath the microphone. Every week I say, right, that's it, no snacks this week. 
Yeah, we've got to have something to keep us fired up, and it's that or just lines of coke, isn't it? That's true. Just doing a rail directly underneath the microphone would probably mm. be pretty loud as well. Yeah. Um, what are we talking about? We could shoot up. That'd be pretty silent. Would it, though? Yeah, but then you just have seven hours of unconsciousness. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not editing That's that. it for this week. <laughs> yeah. We'll be back next week, hopefully. Mm. Um, yeah, no, Dark Knight Rises 3 is... Keep calling it Dark Knight Rises 3. Do you secretly want there to be another two Dark Knight Rises films? Um, you really that would make that would make the third one make You're more sense. Filling in the year between it happening in the cafe in Italy. I would quite. I tell you what, I'd quite like. I'd quite like uh, a film where he gets off his ass and does something, and it wasn't for personal gain, which isn't Batman. I mean, he kind of does, you know, save the city. Yeah, but he's not. And also, don't be so cryptic with Commissioner Gordon at the end. Just tell him. Just tell him you, you're fucking back. You're Bruce Wayne. He does tell him. He doesn't. It could be. He does this whole thing about, and even if that's just like putting your coat around an orphan who's just lost his parents or whatever, blah, 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 blah. He might as well just go, hey, Gordon, I'm about to fly this. I'm dead. I'm also Bruce Wayne. Goodbye. Bam. Maybe if Bam. he just said it like that, maybe he wouldn't have believed him. Or like, what? Just take the mask off. That's the other thing you could have done. You could, I mean, you could have just... Or he could have just spoken in his normal voice. He could have just not spoken in his... He voice. must... Like, he... Half of the pockets in that cape must be full of strepsils. Because that is a tough voice to maintain. It is. I'll tell you the bit I do like in that film. And it's the bit with Killian Murphy. Oh, he's doing his sort of kangaroo yeah. court thing. He goes, death, yeah. death or trial, isn't it? And he goes, death, bang, by trial. And it's the bit where they make them walk over the ice. Mm. That's cool. I like that bit. That's the only bit in the film I like. This has been very... We've just gone off on a lot of tangents. You're about to use the words loosey-goosey. I, I, I keep forgetting that you, you edit that podcast. <laughs> so you should... Why, why does that keep coming up? I must have used it, what, once? Twice? You used, used, used it a lot. Really? Yeah. Shit. I suppose it's a nicer phrase than incoherent and unstructured. Incoherent and unstructured is, is, should be what both of these podcasts should be called. This one in particular has been quite incoherent and unstructured. Yeah. I'd it's like... It's my porn star name. Is it? Yeah, I lived on a really weird road. And <laughs> named Pets Unusually. Your, your pet name, yeah, would be Incoherent. Yeah. Okay. I don't think that's true, but okay. You might be wrong. Um, okay, should we wrap this up anyway? Because we are talking about My actual porn star name would be Sam Windmill. That's quite good. That's quite good, isn't it? Mine's Alex Smith. <laughs> wrong because we know a guy called Alex Smith yeah I know yeah and um, he's done very little pornography yeah well that we're aware of mm. that would be a frightening thing to find it might happen one day terrifying though I um yeah I think Alex so it's, it's your mother's maiden name this is really no, off track I thought, I thought it was your um pet's name and the road you grew up on okay well in that case it's, 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 it's I don't think there's a right way of doing this it's Alex Alban then it's still pretty boring. I mean, that could just be a guy. Yeah. Well, that, that'd be fine, wouldn't it? Mm. Mm. Shooting for Guy. Shooting for Guy. <laughs> name of my 10th album. 10th album, yeah. Um, yeah, I think we should wrap up here because we are going off on one and we haven't solved anything at the end of this. Yeah, we've, we've solved it. We've established that you're completely wrong about a great many things. I'm wrong about Game of Thrones, I think. I think I'm give, wrong about Give Game, Game of Thrones a try. Yeah, yeah. 
Dark Knight Rises. Dark Knight Rises three is <laughs> not a film that exists, but you wish it was. Dark Knight Rises <laughs> is perfectly fine. It's a bad if film. If you don't have a crippling, overblown, weirdly sexual thing about Batman, okay, then you can probably just take it on its own merits as a film, and it's perfectly good. And mm. Ghostbusters isn't as good. Why as am Park. I so concerned about this? And there is a, a few bollocks Marvel films, and yet I seem to be able to just look past that. And I'm as into the Marvel stuff as I am. Well, I, th- I think Marvel have been better at separating out. They've they sort of really made a statement of, you know what? We know you love these characters. Mm. We're going to do different things with them. Don't worry. Exactly. Comics are one thing, films the other. Whereas DC have just gone, oh, yeah, we're doing that too. They haven't really made enough of that to separate out their universes. Marvel treat the characters with respect and Dark Knight Rises does not treat that with respect, whereas the first two do. What's disrespectful about it? Bane, for fuck's sake, for starters. We have not seen a good cinematic Bane. And you know who I love more than anyone else in the world? Tom Hardy. That's not entirely true, but... I love Tom Hardy. And, but that's not good. I love Marion Cotillard as well. I might have well. seen Tom Hardy in real life. Have you? Yeah, from a distance. Where you have him? He was, we were staying somewhere and he was filming a film there. What film? Don't know. Something old-fashioned-y. Old-fashioned-y. Mm. Interesting. Marion Cotillard is someone I well fancy as well. But you well fancy. I well fancy. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I think it's someone I fancy. So, And she's a great actress, obviously, which is what I meant. So... Yeah. So, Dark Knight Rises is a bad film. We agree on that? It's not, it is not, a bad you've, film. You've Come not on. said anything that shows it's a bad I've film. I've said so much it stuff. Be, it could be a bad interpretation of your idealised version of the makes Batman it character. a bad No, it doesn't. Film. Because the Batman in the film is perfectly okay. It's not a brilliant film. It's not the best of the Nolanverse films. But he's not in Nolanverse. But it's film. not. It's not the apocalyptic shit show that you. But it's a, think okay. It is. A bad interpretation of Batman makes it a bad Batman. No, film. it's a bad interpretation of the Batman you have in your head. I gently, don't have just a you. specific Batman in my you head. Do you do? You can't separate out comic book Batman from film Batman, which is why the Marvel films work for you and these ones don't. I can't separate. Go, I've diagnosed you. Well done. You are now fixed. I'm not. I still hate that fucking film. It's a bad film. Okay, but you can at least acknowledge that the problems with it are internal to you. They're not internal not to me. It's a bad because film. Because of the film. It's not a bad film. It's a perfectly okay film. It's not a brilliant film. Not a bad film. The first two are great. Yeah. The first two are nines, okay? Both those films. First film, nine out of ten. Second mm-hmm. film, nine out of ten. Third film, five out of ten. Oh, yeah. I think it's a seven. Still a seven. Yeah. Of, I'm, I'm being generous. That was me meeting you in the middle for five. It's a three, if anything. Windy pops. Windy pops. All right, Tom. Yeah, it's a seven. We're agreed. Congratulations, no, you moved past it. No, I, I, I kind of want to wrap up this podcast, but that's the only reason I'm saying that. Because... So you can go and read Killing Joke and Stroke Yourself. <sighs> I'm not even that. I'm not even that big a fan of Killing Joke, if I'm honest. So I'm not a big comic book reader. Yes, maybe that is allowing me to see these films on their own in a way that you just can't. I don't think that's it. I think it's just a bad film. It's not that bad. It's honestly not that bad. 
What sort of review? What sort of reviews did it get? Got okay reviews. What's it on Metacritic? Even though I think Metacritic is a massive part of wrongness. <laughs> wrongness. You can swear if you like. But, but thank you. Mm. Okay, Metacritic. Dark Knight Rises. I'll send you a review of Dark Knight Rises over the. Your own personal review. It's no, just scrawled in crayon on a bit of butcher paper. Dark Knight Rises. Metacritic. 78%. Yeah, see? Not great, but perfectly okay. Oh, that's just so generous. That's not right. Oh, a 3 out of 10? I don't know how much. Was that, was that you voting? No, it's just, a, it's just bollocks, that's all. It's... I guess this is just... Again, the problems are with you. 8.2. You're, I'm, I'm not disagreeing with your personal interpretation of it. I hate I this. accept that you <laughs> think it's a bad film. It is a bad film. I think you're wrong about that. But I, for you, it's a bad film. For most, you know, what we like to call normals, <laughs> it's a perfectly okay film. It's a solid slab of entertainment. Dark Knight Rises. Bad film. Bad movie. There we go. Well, if you search for... Oh, I forgot. Are you just going to go and sit there on You know what? Okay. Enemy have got nine reasons why. Fuck that. Enemy. That's how you're going to. No, the, enemy. <laughs> the powerhouse of cultural representation that is today's enemy. Yeah, I do. I do hate the enemy. So I'll, the, I'll. It's now given out free as a way of getting adverts for hipster bars. Yeah, it's not. For, okay, fine. Fine, fine, fine. What did Empire give it? Three, four. Oh yeah, but they're way too generous on these films. No, Empire are really good at reviewing films on the basis of what they're trying to do. So they're not saying that a three... Okay, Empire gave it five stars. There we go. Fuck off! Who, review, who reviewed it? Uh, do you know these reviewers then? William Thomas. Yeah, perfectly fine. Yeah, who's William Thomas then? It's the guy that writes for Empire. Yeah, yeah, well, I'm aware of that, but how do you know him? This is just us bickering. Because I just read lots of their reviews. Uh, Dark Knight Rises, the one person I trust, Mark Hermode. He's got flappy hands, that's all I can say. I'm genuinely intense. Also, to find out what he thought about it, you're going to have to listen to that whole episode because he doesn't give numbered reviews to things. Yeah. Which I feel might be uh, a less than compelling ending to the podcast. Are you just sitting there with headphones in and then finally going, oh, okay, yeah, you're right. I'm gonna so do you want to skip straight to that bit now? Should, we, should, I listen to the, should we listen to the review and then... Do you know, we, we're going to pause the recording while yeah. Daniel is proved wrong by Mark Kermode. Right back with you. Right, so he loved it. Well, what does he know, though, really? So, I mean, I'd, I'd sort of just listen to that. I noticed down a few, a few quotes. I'm sure you did the same about all his negative points. <laughs> this is what we waited for after, uh. the, after the first Batman films. Demonstrates cinematic quality. Love the way it looked. An artwork in itself. Demonstrates the weight of the Batman alter ego. Proper blimey Charlie spectacle. Did, how many? What? What negative points did you did you note down? Uh, I didn't note any negative points down. I was too busy um, deleting all my Kermode and Mayo podcasts <laughs> off my uh, phone. I didn't see that coming. I didn't. I hadn't heard that review before. But he he did say yeah. what I've been saying to you because me and Mark Kermode basically as good at this as each other. <laughs> He said, so what you what you bring to it is what you get from it. 
And I think that that is your problem with this. Your Batman baggage. Because you've got such a... not true! You've got such a deep affinity for that character, which is fantastic, but it's it's sort of stopped you enjoying this film on its own merits. I don't like backing down from things. I think that's fairly obvious. (laughs) But... And I don't want to say that Mark Kermode has convinced me that it's a good film, so I still don't think it's a good film. Maybe have another watch of it and try uh, do you and know be what? a bit more dispassionate Out of the three, it. that's the one I've watched the most. Because yeah, I, angrily. Because I'm trying to like it. Mm. I am genuinely trying to like that film. But uh, it just doesn't happen. What I would say is, he brought up a few interesting points about... He's been. He was allowed to make in all three of those films. He was allowed to make his own films. Yeah, which is not what's going on with Warner at the moment. No, which is a massive problem. And when you've got Zack Snyder, you shouldn't do that. No, you should probably look over his shoulder all the time. But because him being Chris, uh, Christopher Nolan, being a decent filmmaker, they 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 trusted him to just not fuck it up. Yeah, and whether I like Dark Knight Rises or not wasn't a fuck up you know he made he made his stories whatever happens that they're still better than than anything that Warner have released recently all three of them including Dark Knight Rises which I don't think is a very good film but at least he was allowed to make his own story yeah which is a massive issue at the moment so do you sort of accept that maybe your opinion is at odds with most people's I I know okay I accept it's my opinion that's not a very good film yeah and that's not like I don't particularly feel the need to change your mind yeah. you didn't enjoy it that's absolutely fine you're allowed not to yeah, but I, I don't think it is a bad film I think it is oh, but I can't, I can't I can't say it's a, I can't say it's me because it's a fucking bad film it's, it's a not. badly made film that gets Batman wrong Kermode spent the first ten minutes of that what does he know about Batman what he that? knows about film it's a good Film. It might be a bad Batman, according to you. Oh, this is driving me crazy. It's not a bad film. I do, from a technical point of view, as a piece of filmmaking, yeah, it's not bad. You didn't enjoy it, and that's fine. It's not a failed film. I don't know. I, I, I don't really give a shit about it. I'm not passionate about it. It makes some odd choices. But I think there are choices that had a solid back... As, they, they were to serve a purpose... And the people I've seen that didn't like it were Batman fans. Hardcore Batman fans. Which 99% of the people that go and see films aren't. Okay. Okay. So maybe it's me having an issue with the way he's treated Batman rather than... Which I completely understand and is, is fine. Because it's a character that you genuinely, genuinely love. I feel like showering in bleach right now. I'm not going to lie. Let's, uh, you don't have to say it's a good film. You don't have to say you like it. I think you just need to accept that it's not... It has made me want to watch it again. That's, that's the weird thing about this. And I think I might watch it again. Might, might watch it whilst playing Half-Life yeah. 2 before uh, the next podcast. I'll watch it again. I'll probably hate it next week. Probably. And I'll be like, oh, that's amazing what you're talking about. Mm. You're watching this Game of Thrones? Unbelievable. <laughs> cool. Okay. Well, we've reached a sort of conclusion which is like, eh, eh, no. It's a bad film. Said, right? I think you said that. I'll shut up. No, yeah, let's get out of here. Right, well, thanks for listening. You can contact us. Probably won't. So uh, we're going to wrap it up here. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.